is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Hello and good news. I'm your host, Hannah Canningator. This is the podcast where I sit down with a comedic guest and I tell them all about the people, the places, the current events that are affecting the world in a positive way way it's all about being positive and good things happening in the world and hearing all about them and having some laughs and this week my episode guest is jakeese neal jakeese is an actor he's an improviser you can see him at the ucb theater doing improv and sketch he's got some stuff coming up this month check him out on instagram at jakees neal and on twitter at jakees neal look him up follow him follow all about him also hey a really easy way to see what the haps is and what he's been up to and just hear some good stuff is to listen to his podcast it's called against the grain it's a fellow boardwalk audio podcast edgar is on it he's been a past guest on here uh edgar montplazier carl tart is on it who will maybe one day be a guest on here i don't know i don't know the future uh but the three of them it is literally my most favorite podcast right now next to my favorite murder those are the two i listen to if you're gonna listen to a podcast go listen to against the grain i love it also, if you want to use my link on Amazon, go to boardwalkaudio.com slash hello and good news. Click the support our artist button. That'll take you over to Amazon. You can shop around, shop all you want, shop for Christmas later this year. And then when you check out, it'll add a little bit of kickback over in my direction uh, over at Boardwalk Audio. And that's that's just, an, it's great. It's nice. It's a good thing. Um all right, let's talk about, let's get into listening to Jaquise and I talk about some great stuff, shall we? Good news, good news, good news, good news, good news, good news. Hello, good news. I think it's time we had some freaking real good news. And you know what Netflix gets you, and it it gets shorter and shorter every year, is that damn autoplay. Like you'll start watching the scene, you'll start watching it, and it's over, and you'll be like, all right, it's over. (laughs) And then you go looking for the remote, and like in four seconds, the next one's like, god damn. (laughs) That's how they get you now. Yeah, it is. It's true. Uh, Cool. Well, I'm here. Here we are. We're on the couch. We're on the couch. Thank the you for having big, me. comfy couch. Yes, yes. It is very comfortable, actually. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of pillows. It's a lot of pillows. Soft pillows, too. Yeah. And the soft... This is the important part, the soft yes. side pillow. Yeah. Because that's where most people lay, Yeah. I feel like. It's a big... It's a game changer. I used to have a futon mm-hmm. that had wood over here, and you always mm-hmm. had to put a pillow. Yeah. Now I have the soft armrest. Perfect. Gotta have that. It's perfect. Um, Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thanks for being here. Yeah. Thanks for being here on a, what's today? Wednesday? Wednesday evening, yeah. Yeah. Little dude is rolling around. He's really rolling around. He's good. Loving this open floor plan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, 
Are you ready for some good news? Yes. Great. Uh, I said that that great sounded like I was not ready or excited. It's at okay. All. It's great. all right. Great. We'll you got to be ready. Talk about it. I mean, it's your show. You got to be ready. <laughs> uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited because. I'm a little scatterbrained this week because I actually, I like got a little lazy because I was thinking I would have two. I was like, okay, wait, backstory. Mm-hmm. I have a newspaper in my lap right now for those of you who aren't in the room. Uh, and it's the good newspaper. And I, a couple, um, three months ago, fu- uh, did it, fundraised, did. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, right, we're going to make it. it. We're going to make it. We're going to do this. Uh, what do you call it when for a Kickstarter? Uh, 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 fund it? I, yeah, no, you fund it. Crowdsourced. Well, that's what that's what the other side calls it. Yeah, you backed. support it. I backed it. You backed it. I was like, yes. I got I got you I back. back you. I back, <laughs> I back you. Uh, I backed a Kickstarter uh, called The Good Newspaper, which is all about the same 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 idea. It's all about uh just getting good news out there, but I really like the idea that it's like it's a new, it's a real live newspaper. Mm-hmm. Looks like a newspaper. It's got cool d- colors. It does. It's very colorful. Cool I mean, design. It's only three colors, but they are <laughs> they are very well placed, where yeah. it makes it look super colorful. Yeah, it's like art- very artistically designed. And it's a newspaper. Like at this point, I don't think. Do you subscribe to this or you get this newspaper? Yeah, so they only do four a year. And I oh, just okay. got the first issue a couple days ago. Dope. Um, and I was so excited when it came because uh, I backed the Kickstarter like a long time ago. And so it was that great thing where I forgot I'd. You know, you kind of first start to forget. Mm-hmm. And then I opened my mail and I was like, oh, yeah. This. Cool. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, so, guys, this newspaper is chock full of tons of stories. So, I was going to go through a couple of the ones that are in the paper. And also, you, if you want to get a good newspaper, I just don't, I feel like I don't sit down and read pages of things very often anymore. Mm-mm. We're article on the phone <laughs> reading yeah. type. If you can't scroll, then you don't read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't scroll, don't read. Uh, and I, yeah, I don't, I scroll on my phone so much too. Mm-hmm. Hours. Yeah. And I'm like, what did I learn? Very little. So I'm psyched to have a piece of paper. Great. To maybe read it. I'm excited to hear this first once piece of every, good news. Yeah. Once every three months. Um, okay. So let's see. Which one? Which one? Which one? Look at all these stories scattered throughout. Um, I was thinking, okay, I'm going to talk about this little one here. It's uh, about a Toronto restaurant that uh, rescues food and gives it away for free. That's the title. Um, I don't know why I had to specify that. That is the title of the article. Um, The Soup Bar is the name of the place and it's a restaurant in toronto mm-hmm. and they uh they they take bakeries old ingredients and they are not old that makes it sound bad <laughs> that makes it sound <laughs> good news we're giving you our old food expired and otherwise <laughs> Uh, it's kind of old, but not like old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, restaurant it, old, where yeah. they're like, oh, we can't use, we used half of this and we're supposed to use all of it. Exactly. It's like a bakery. 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it, like a day old bread isn't old, but it's no. old for them. Yeah, they're like, we got to sell new bread today. Yeah. So they uh, they they get donations from uh, high end bakeries and groceries, grocers, grocery stores, um, and then they like things they were going to throw away. The his name is Chef Jagger Gordon. He gets the donations and he. Um, he uses it to make tons of soup. Make That's soup. awesome. And to four people. Yeah. And he gives That's it awesome. and then uh, free of charge, like, or donation based. That's great. Yeah. Um, and they're like, good. It's good soup because it's healthy stuff. Cause yeah. They're like high end, probably like Gelson's level. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Toronto. Damn. <laughs> Gelson's. Get, get up. Get Do on. You ever it. go to Gelson's? Uh, only when I'm at UCB yeah. and I have like a tech. And the show is like an hour after the tech, so I need food. Yeah. So I'll go get that hot bar. That's exactly the last time I went there, too. That's it. That's the only way we're going to Gelson's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a great story. I mean, I love places that do that because, and and, and not just, because there are, look, that, I, mean, I think there are a lot of places that uh, like will let you access their old food yeah uh like i know panera used to do that oh did they? um there's nice. somebody who works at um my company Rastabus, and every day he brings like like a box of old donuts and bread and croissants and stuff like that like yeah. 50 of them and i'm like man only four people are working today <laughs> man like this is just going to get hard. Uh, but thank you for the thought. But he has to like go pick it up or be yeah. like, what you throwing in the trash today? And yeah. they'd be like, oh, here, you can take it. But it sounds like this person is specifically like saying, I'm going to make. I'm going to make stuff. And he's yeah. got an in. That's great. And they donate it to him. Yeah. Um. Here's the other. Here's the. I think the thing I like the most about this paper mm -hmm. is at the bottom of each page depending on what they're talking about. It's like little, uh, I almost said links, because I'm so freaking <laughs> plugged in, and I can't turn it off. Hannah has been trying to scroll down this paper <laughs> yeah. for the past, like, like, that's not how you turn pages. <laughs> um. So it, it at the bottom it has stuff like here's how you can do, it's related to the story. So this one they talk about a different a couple different like mental health and stuff like that on this page. So at the bottom they say here's how, some ways to support those who are dealing with mental health issues and they have a hmm. good, better, and best for each one. Like here's a little thing, here's a but a little bit better, and here's if you really want to get involved. Oh, that's cool. Like things to do. That's so cool. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, what's the name of this place in Toronto again? Which is a like a city that I really want to visit. Oh have, yeah, I've have you ever been, been? To Toronto? I hear it is like the Chicago. It's like a Chicago style city. I'm from Chicago. Yeah. Uh, so I hear it's like a Chicago style city in Canada. It's mm. actually Chicago's sister city. Oh. Um, did you do? You, what does that mean? Uh, sister cities. Well, let me put on my tour guide hat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sister mm -hmm. city. So every place. I think it started with. I. I don't think I know. It started with Eisenhower, uh, and it was a way for us to connect to other uh, cities around the world. Right. Um, that kind of mirror the same type of economic, uh, uh, cultural art and 
just kind of like the same vibe, yeah, like, yeah. you know, to put it in a layman's term, uh, of the city that it's right. connected with. So, like, Los Angeles has, like, a lot of sister cities, Vancouver yeah. being one uh, in Canada, because a lot of people say, oh, yeah, some similarities between Vancouver and L.A. Uh, uh, and Toronto is kind of like, is the sister city to Chicago because of the, like, vibrant art scene and, yeah. like, the fun places to eat and mm-hmm. go out and have fun and drink and stuff like that, so... I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I want to. I'll go. support this guy if I go when yeah, I go. Yeah, you should go see go 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 see what that old food's about. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes. Uh, this is this is great. What you're doing. This tastes old though. How old is the soup? This tastes like old bread and soup. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, this one is a good one. If I can find it, yeah. Uh, that New Orleans uh, is finally getting rid of their Confederate Army mo- monuments. About time. Yeah, it's 2017. You're, 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 you're 100 years too late. <laughs> New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Um, uh, that's great. Yeah. Um, it's. I always forget, just because we're over here, <laughs> that I forget that the South is so crazy mm-hmm. in that way. And like people still support the confederacy and like um yeah so they're they're getting rid of all like the monuments what is a confederate monument i don't even know i should know yeah what is a confederate monument either i just assumed my mind just immediately went to tons of flags right it's just this this sculpture of this flag (laughs) this flag statue right here the stone flag. flag. <laughs> <laughs> All these Confederate flags everywhere in different forms. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I pictured. That is what asked. I pictured too, which is why I asked. I was like, that can't, in my mind, I was like, that can't be. That can't be a ton of just like flags. Uh, is um, it like people? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's, I, like, so then the first thing I think of, too, is just bronze statues of people. (laughs) Yeah. Um, let's see, it doesn't really go, it goes into, like, the history of, like, Confederacy, Mm -hmm. and, um, they don't say what kind of monument, maybe they look like this. It's, here's a picture of a pillar in a bunch of pieces. (laughs) It's broken. It's a broken pillar. Um. Maybe. Um. It's weird to me because, like, the Confederate, like, that whole history is one of those things that, like, I know was wrong. And I know, like, the basic elements of it, but I don't know, like, the full stories. Or it's one of those things. Um, Because there's just so many fucked up stories about where (laughs) our country is. It's, like, hard to keep up with at all. Um, And I also went to, growing up, where I guess they would teach this, went to a predominantly... Uh, black school so yeah that's something that like i don't know like i know why it was bad i know that it was bad i know what it represented and everything like that yeah but like if you were to tell me like who were or ask me who were like people that were important like come on abraham Uh, lincoln uh (laughs) that sounds about right that sounds like he was in that time uh general e lee yeah, that's actually the all i was about to say oh uh, okay oh oh here we go here this uh brought us right to the answer perfect so excited. oh my gosh uh they're removing statues of robert e lee mm. and jefferson davis okay um uh, yeah so they're taking that part of history off a pedestal 
I don't also know like a ton about history. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, but just like basically that the Confederacy, like all I know mostly is like the Confederacy was the side that was like, no, uh, we like having slaves. Mm -hmm. And then that's kind of my, that's all I know. Yeah, right. that's kind of all I know too. <laughs> and and like as I'm thinking, like I was in a play in college that dealt around the Confederacy in that time frame. Yeah. It was called uh, "Women and Water," <laughs> uh, which was I would not guess that that would be about the Confederacy. Yeah, it was crazy. It was the main character of the um, play was uh, was a female lead, and I was. Also a lead as well. It was like three leads. It was two female leads and myself. Mm -hmm. uh, it actually, I mean, I've done, I'm a professional actor, mm -hmm, especially mm -hmm. stage-wise. Uh, and I've done a lot of plays. And it's still up there. Even though it was a college production, it was a big college production. I went to a very good theater school. Uh, it was still one of my favorite plays I've ever done. Nice. And it was a three-hour epic. What? In high school? College. College. And, okay. and I was a lead character, and I was only in about, 15 minutes of the first act, but I was in the entire second act, which was also an hour and a half. Oh my gosh. I just remember being exhausted, but I also remember yeah. like my character being like one of the, like the only black character who actually was a, a character and not just like set piecing. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I was being run around and I, you know, had to fight for my life in that. Yeah. And it was around the Confederate time. About that. Yeah. That's all I can remember. I don't know what that had to do with anything, but no, it has to do with, uh, with the Confederacy. We're trying to figure out, but that's uh, why I know Robert E. Lee. Yeah, because he was in the play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he was not. Uh, he was not great. Yeah, um, he was not. And where is this? New Orleans. Yeah. Good for them. That yeah. feels like a weird place to have anything resembling the Confederacy. It really does. I was just Doesn't about it? to say that because yeah. it's got so much culture from like you've got like the you have like black culture, French mm -hmm. culture, so much stuff going on there. Yeah. It feels like a weird place yeah. uh, to have Confederacy stuff. It as does. Well. <laughs> and it's even where, you know, it's one of those weird places. It's kind of like a Chicago to me uh, where it's separate from the state that it's in. Because Louisiana very much feels like it would be a yeah. confederate. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, New Orleans just sticks out where you would think, like, even that it was in Louisiana. Yeah. Like, this seems, like, too late for a place that culturally diverse. And, right. Like, I don't know. It is too late. Yeah. It's too late for anywhere, but. I'm, I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's happening, though. Yeah. The mayor's like, this is. This is silly. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially saying, we should have did this years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, uh, oh, the bottom one on this one is how to be, see, I just really like these. How to be a part of the fight for racial equality. I actually, so I just heard of this. Uh, find and support locally uh, owned black owned businesses by don downloading the Black Trade Circle app. Hmm. which encourages racial like it's just a app i just downloaded it like an hour ago to look at it uh and see what see what see what the haps is yeah uh it's just uh it highlights like hey here's businesses uh, like owned by like go support uh, black people in, in mm -hmm. business and like uh that's awesome i don't even know about that app I'm sorry brothers. i didn't know it. i didn't know about it yeah 
Seems cool though. That that's awesome. Uh I would I mean yeah, stuff like that should be should be known. Yeah. More. Like um, go support like female owned businesses yeah. and black owned businesses and Latina and Hispanic and Latina yeah. X or uh, like go support and like let's get our let's get our stuff like out there yeah for everybody to find yeah because because there i mean there's not a lot in comparison to what we're the majority but there is a lot and i think the there is there's more than people know yeah because like you know we don't get the same press or the same yeah like push yeah um yeah just local like businesses in general it's hard to know unless you hear hear the buzz mm-hmm and then if you hear the buzz, it's probably a place that sells crystals and silver like or something. <laughs> right, right. Place that does. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Keep getting up. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's too hot. It's okay. Ooh, podcast world. Wait till you hear from this part of the podcast on. <laughs> the windows are open our brains are our working brains are working maybe uh, we know all about the confederacy <laughs> remember when we was like we don't know we know now what y'all what y'all want to know tweet tweet the show <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll answer your questions live we're ready to go now um Okay, good news about New Orleans. Good news about, what else does it say about fighting for, oh, I thought this one is interesting. And I am kind of, I want to do this because, like, I consider myself to be not racist at all. But then I know, like, uh, I'm a white girl who grew up in Wyoming. There's probably stuff that I'm not even aware that I'm mm-hmm. doing. Or like and That's what everybody on a lot of issues. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that you are willing to be like, you know what? I still probably have things to learn means yeah. you're like ahead of the game and you're where you're supposed to be. Okay. And that's on every issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so what this is, it's like, um, I'm interested to see what the test is like, but it's, so it's called, it's a test that you take. It's like based on a Harvard test and I'm assuming there's lots of questions and it just evaluates if you have any sort of unconscious or subconscious biases that you're not aware of. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be interested to take Which, that. Which, yeah, I mean, I, I would, I could very positively say yes, and that's right. everybody. everybody. I would take that test, and it would probably be like, you racist, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, that's every, I was, on, um, I was just talking to a guest on um, a podcast that I do, and she was talking about the Museum of Tolerance. Uh-huh. And I I haven't either, but she was saying how there is an exhibit or something that's two doors and one of them says prejudice and the other one says non-prejudice and you can't open the non-prejudice door Ah. uh, and go through it because it's like everybody has prejudices. Everybody has something. Uh, Everybody has something. And so, yeah, like that, I think something like that is good because it'll make you aware. Yeah. Um, Which is... Which is the goal. Yeah. That's the first step of the goal, I should say, is awareness. I think it's really interesting to think about how... Because there's such a pride in the culture that you come from, regardless of whatever culture that is. Like, Mm -hmm. I have a pride uh, from Wyoming, like, being from the country Mm -hmm. and, like, all the white trash stuff that... 
I think is hilarious and that I love from that. Yeah. From that. Absolutely. And like everybody has different aspects of their culture that they love and they're proud of. And when somebody who's like when somebody from New York or something comes to Wyoming and tries to go hiking, we're like, get out of here. Like, you, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing where you have like a pride and a protection of it. Yeah. And so uh, I was just thinking the other day, like, how do we get to the point where we're inclusive uh, without because uh, cultural appropriation is such a big thing. It's like uh, I feel like thin lines get walked on all the time between uh, appreciating a culture and uh, white people being like, oh, this trying is to ours use it for now. Gay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just like as as we are trying to become more accepting and like more inclusive of each other, just how that plays a part and mm-hmm. like it's kind of a gray area. Yeah, of like. It is. That thought the other day. Yeah, it is. And who has the answers, man? Uh, is if you have the answers, let us know. Yeah, tell know. us. Yeah, tell us. I mean, because uh, it, it is like you said. There's there's that line between appreciation and I, I think the part with appropriation is that it's not an appreciation. Yeah, it's, it's a, a it's a ah. Uh, this is it's the ownership or mm-hmm. this is good. Yeah. Like I can use this. Yeah. And, 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 which is whatever that happens. But I think the flip side to appropriation, which a lot of people don't touch on is, um, how easily it's accepted when it's not the culture mm-hmm. that is being appropriated. Yeah. Uh, like if it's black appropriation, uh, you know, like, how many people will then love it when like a white person is doing it right. as opposed to yeah. it was just like that's the part of appropriation that's the problem that's, yeah um yeah. not the fact that people want to steal and just, like that's been happening since the dawn of entertainment yeah i feel like it's the fact that you know if elvis makes you ain't nothing but a hound dog mm-hmm. it's a hit Oh, yeah. But if the person who actually made that song makes it, nobody knows his name. Right. <laughs> like, so, yeah. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. People steal. People have been stealing for years, for centuries. Yeah. But it's the acceptance of the thievery without the acknowledgement of where you got it from. Been stolen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to get too deep. No, I love getting deep. Let's get deep. Uh, Yeah, I was just, I was thinking about that the other day in my car. I think yeah. because I was like, oh, that... F- freaking article came out on Jezebel about like uh uh the the movie the big sick mm-hmm. uh, did you see this like i'm the one about of, brown yeah. people dating white girls yeah. yeah and i i just was like okay but that's his real life yeah and and it's like an interracial couple which is what we're all like like we want to be all include like we're trying to get to that point where you're not there's no longer so you can't even you don't you don't it's not a thing yeah we're trying to get to that point where there i don't know i hate that phrase i don't see color but like we're trying to get to that point where it's not as big of a deal so and then also i was like that's also like why can't we be excited that uh he's just sold his movie for so much at Sundance and is being so successful and he's Pakistani and like why is why because, are we focused on the negative? Because positivity don't sell. It's true. Especially positivity needs Kickstarters. <laughs> like yeah. which is sad, you yeah. know? Uh yeah, you know, I mean I think to kinda spin this to the positive light, um yeah. the fact that so many more people now than ever 
realize that. Yeah. And 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 even that article, look, even that article, um, which I do think is mis- was misguided. Uh, I do think comes from a from a from a a point of view uh, that is legitimate and oh, yeah, sure. um, and, and worth talking about. Uh, maybe not in the way that it was bought up in that article, right. but like, like it is scapegoat. I would say e- exactly. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's people who feel like you know their voices aren't being heard or their their plight isn't being seen or anything, yeah. and and that's where that article in the gist of it or in, when you break it down what's coming from i yeah. just think it was in the wrong way uh yeah. who am i to say you know i'm I? not to say uh you know like who, that's just my opinion uh but but the fact that so many the fact that like we can have that conversation now yeah and yes. and i think everybody even though we do it in such a weird way especially with social media everybody is trying to attack it from a place of mm-hmm. like let's get better and yeah. let's do better. Yeah. Uh, which is good. Yeah. Which is good. It's better agree. than it was even when I was in college, like ten yeah. years almost ten years ago. So like uh yeah. You can yeah. Take positives from everything, I guess. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm being I'm being the negative Nancy of the <laughs> of the of the sitters here. No, you uh, are not. But I it just got me think like I just went down this wormhole of like well what if well how do i what <laughs> yeah <laughs> what, what? good what things but then also may i don't know yeah so i want to take this test <laughs> yeah let me know let me know the i want to take it like yeah i'll we'll, send you the link send me the link i want to take it um, we'll we'll um we'll compare our scores yeah i hope you get a Dream. higher score than i hope i well, I I hope it deems that I'm more racist, <laughs> just because it would just be great. Or oh, I'm more problematic. I'm more. I hope it does. Um, not I saying it's gonna deem you a racist. <laughs> not saying that. I didn't, I didn't mean that. it like that. I didn't think that. <laughs> no, I did not take it that way at all. Um, I I just think it's cool that. All this stuff I didn't know about. I love that he has these things at the bottom of every story. I meant, what's the best? What's the uh, best, best thing? I thought best was so-so, honestly. Uh-huh. Okay, so it says, uh, best, so good was take the test. Better was download this app, find out, find local businesses uh, owned by people of color, go support them. Mm-hmm. Uh, learn from, best is learn from and follow. I mean, this is good, but I also just feel like most people I already know this best is learn from and follow the leadership of organizations focused on education and reconciliation, uh, like campaign zero and the NAACP. That's, I mean, that's what, what people have been doing forever. I mean, forever. yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the middle one again? Yeah. I know you said it, but my brain, uh, find and support locally owned black locally. Yeah. Owned that's black the best. Owned. Yeah. I thought that was the best too. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the best should be good. <laughs> It should be flipped. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Because this seems more active to me. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. I I support and get newsletters from NAACP, and I like I don't feel like I'm active yeah. in any way, really. Yeah, I don't Other way. than reading stuff yeah. sometimes. I'm not going to rallies. I got I to gotta work. Yeah. I got a job, man. I got to pay rent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to pay rent so I can go shop with them locally. Exactly. Black businesses. That's what makes more of a difference anyway is like small yeah. I feel like smaller ripple like rallies rallies are dope but yeah. I feel like in terms of making a difference you got to do it in your in the wallet. 
in the wallet. That's where it matters, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, let's see. Oh, there's a good. Maybe I should just go through and read all the good, better, and best. Mm. That's what I'm gonna do. Because uh, it was my favorite part of this. Okay, here's uh, how to fight hunger at home and around the world. Good. Most food banks can buy more food with $5 than you can. Go um, support cool. your local food bank. That's good. Uh, better support impactful work being done by celebrities Jerome Jar, Colin Kaepernick, and Ben Stiller to combat the famine in Somalia. Uh, link to donate. Mm-hmm. Can't click on it. It's paper. <laughs> Uh, I was kind of unaware about the really bad famine in Somalia until like a month or two ago. Same. Uh, I mean, I knew, but... Yeah, I just was like, holy crap. So that's cool. Uh, (laughs) Make a best. Make a bigger difference in the fight to end hunger than just packing pantry bags or volunteering at a soup kitchen. Um, Wouldn't that be almost the same as the first one? Yeah. It's like learn how to. There's a website called hungervolunteer.org. Who who's the who who does this paper? His name is Brandon. 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 This is a great thing you're doing. Got to hit them best with you a little got, bit yeah. harder. It's a little bit harder, man. Like you got to rethink these bests. <laughs> I completely agree. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not gonna go through and read all of them. I'm sorry, I ruined it. No, now. you didn't. I was about to say the same thing. I was like, these bests are not my favorite bests. Um, the first one though, I think is great. But I think also, if like. If I'm going to give my money to somebody who can make $5 go further than I can, mm-hmm. I'll do that. But also, like, tell me how I can make my $5 go further. Right. <laughs> As well. Like, I need more instruction. Yeah. Like, tell me, too. <laughs> like, tell me. And then. Because uh, my $5, I do a bad job with all of my dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, if I got more dollars, I can get more. So tell me how to stretch it. Yeah. Where are you <laughs> like, grocery shopping? I want like, to shop there. Exactly, man. <laughs> like, where are you getting your meat from? Yeah. <laughs> uh, those are good. And Yeah, those are good ones. World hunger is an interesting topic to me. Because uh, it's one of those topics that I think in theory is very, very, very good. Um, it, obviously, it's something that... Unless you're a monster. Right. Like everybody wants. Yeah. But I, and, and maybe this is just the time of the ti- uh, tale of the times. I also think it's an issue that, that I feel like is very hard to solve. Yeah. And I, and, and I, and when I started saying that, I was like, well, that doesn't mean you stop trying. Yeah. Um, cause it doesn't, you still try, but it's been the same thing for Forever. decades. And it's like, either this is working or it's not. Guess so if it's what? not working, like let's figure out let's figure out different ways. Yeah, I actually have good news about this. Oh, great! I should have told this one. Yeah. I read this one and then forgot about it. Yes, it's actually going down. Great. Uh, I mean, not it's still a very very big problem, but um, so it used to be, and I and I have no like hard facts as to back up why or how, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it used to be. In let's see, it used to be in the billions. Where are the numbers? Jeez, that's way too high. Yeah. Um, the appro- uh, uh, where's the first number? Okay, it was judged to be over one billion, and I think this was in 
2015. So only two years ago, over one billion. Mm-hmm. Now it is down to seven hundred and ninety-five million, which is still which is a lot, but very significant. Yeah, that's like over two hundred and sixteen million people. Yeah, and our population has gone up one point nine billion oh. since nineteen ninety. So those numbers are even better. Yeah, um, that's great. That's great. So that's so we're doing something. So right. something's. I don't know what. You're doing something right. <laughs> something's work. Something's something's going good on that. Also, how crazy is that that our population has gone up 1.9 billion since when? 1990, is it? Yeah. It's too many people. Is there's way too many. There's too many of people. Us. There's too many people. There's too much stuff. Yeah, too much stuff. <laughs> too many people. We got too much time in our hands. This is a okay. I think this is cool. Um, trying to f- figure out how I want to summarize this. Okay, there's this. There is this program called Band of Brothers, which works to um, works. Uh, it's like older mentor mentor dudes who work with younger guys to encourage men to be like vulnerable and emotionally expressive and uh like be able to express their emotions and be able to um be i feel like that is something that is encouraged in women so much and Mm. not in men and i was thinking i really like this because uh i don't know especially in the last like feminism is it's the a whole it's all the stuff right now mm. and there's which i think is great there's so many articles being like uh uh bringing up issues and all of that but i think one of the issues that we don't talk about is how do we exp- how it's an unfair expectation to like when society has molded men to be a certain way to expect things to change at all. Mm -hmm. Like I, I read a really good article um, from this guy about just kind of touching on like rape culture a little bit and him being a normal dude and just going through every movie he's seen, every representation of in the media of how uh, like women being like, no, no, stop it. It's a game. And like, even in star Wars, like Harrison Ford, like grabs princess Leia and like shoves her up against the wall. And she's like, don't stop. And then he force kisses her. And then it's like, Oh, I love you. Mm. Like so many mixed signals. Yeah. So how do we expect things to ever change? uh, If we don't, like also pay attention aside from just like lifting up women we also have to lift up our men too like mm-hmm. in the, at the same level yeah so i think that's i think this is really cool they like and what's it called band of brothers yeah <laughs> okay I like uh, that. they they just work with um people who have been through uh trauma or who haven't had a positive male figure in their lives mm-hmm. uh they um they work to get uh like get rid of the negative parts of masculine masculinity like over ego or over competition mm-hmm. um and then especially people who are like in big city environments they take them out <laughs> this sounds scary but they take them out into the woods <laughs> um um band of brothers 
Take him out to the woods. Kill him. <laughs> then there'll be only women left. <laughs> just a feminist group. Then <laughs> we never see that we type never of masculinity see again. Masculinity again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, I love that though. I, That's cool, I and mean, I like that it's being uh, talked about and highlighted. Yeah, that, I mean that is something. I mean, look, not only are and and TV and media and everything like that, people are just portrayed to be men, and and also and it's not just that; it's society. I mean, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, entertainment is a is a, a microscope of society. Yeah. Um, and where we back to the caveman time and all that stuff, I'm mm -hmm. guessing. Um, it's good. I, you know, like, for instance, and I can only ever use my experiences, um, but I was raised by all women, mm -hmm. like my mom, my grandmother, and my two aunts. And my grandfather was in the house, but he mostly just, like, watched TV um, and sat on the couch. <laughs> uh, he's a great person. But I was mostly raised by women. Yeah. Um, so, like, I have, I, I feel, a, a unique and not only was I only raised by women, my mom also, uh, I mean, at this point, I guess she would just be a lesbian, not even bisexual, because uh, she's had a partner for past 15 years. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, like, I have a very unique perspective on uh, if the way to, like, the way of thinking, like, not just, like, a, a quote-unquote man, yeah. so to say. Yeah, yeah. But with, like, not having like that many strong male figures or like a strong father. And I did have very good men in my life who like from the church and family and things like that. So it's not like I was just out there, yeah. but you, but you do go off what you see yeah, like on TV yeah. and I only only TV from on the streets and stuff like yeah. that. And you have so many different, the thing is you have so many different ways to be a quote unquote man yeah, that you go and you try to take every little thing mm -hmm. from so many different sources. Uh, and when the majority of those sources are be strong, don't yeah. cry, don't let your feelings out. Yeah. Um, you know, take what's yours. Yeah. You're the provider. You're the yeah. breadwinner. And like, which is everything like even even in the even like like, I, you know, I'm not religious at all, but I grew up in a religious family. Yeah. And like even like in like big religious households, it's the the man provides for his wife. Mm. He, you know, and it's just like and that's yeah. the thing, like and, and even the wives let your husband provide for you. Yeah. Love God and love your man. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's just like a stupid like, I just yeah, and, and it's it just is. it's just ingrained in you from Absolutely. like as a child. Yeah. So the fact that so many people now are, so many men now are saying, you know what? Yeah, it is okay for us to have feelings and it's yeah. okay for us to talk about them. That's the thing. It's okay for us to talk about them and talk yeah. about them openly. Yeah. Um, it's such a great thing because that's the only way that we'll listen. Yeah. Like, as if we can talk about how we're feeling and get, because nobody wants to listen if they feel like they're not being listened to. Exactly. Yeah. And nobody wants to listen if, you know, and, and if you keep hearing, like, don't feel. Right. And you're not going to talk about your feelings. Right. And you're not going to, I mean, how are you supposed to react when, like, uh, when women are like, no, 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 you're treating me wrong when you've never 
been told how to treat rats. Yeah, well, you've. I mean, had a good example. Like that is. Yeah, I mean, how are you supposed to know? And you don't know, and that's why you grow and you. And if you, you know, if you're in a relationship and you didn't do well by that person, whether you're a man or a woman, like, hopefully you learn from it and you do better next time. Yeah. Uh, Well, and just like in in society, too, I guess I just feel like I'm not saying I support like the men's rights Reddit, Facebook, like Reddit things like that. But well, that comes from a trash point. Yeah, like a trash. Yeah, that's not the same point of view. But I do think it's important because they're like I don't know. We just need to pay attention to both sides. Yeah, I feel like like foster foster good in both sides. Like Mm -hmm. I'm psyched that uh, feminism is. so strong right Mm -hmm. now but i also like if just like what you were saying if if you haven't been listened to your whole life how are you expected to listen yeah yeah it's cool and yeah i mean and and the thing to one of the big things with feminism is very opportunity based Mm-hmm. Well, not very. That's probably the wrong word. But a, a lot of that is opportunity based, and that's the part. And that's the part where some of these men equal rights groups oh, yeah. are coming from. Like, we want those same opportunities. Eh, like, you got you them. I already have them. You have them. <laughs> um, but emotionally, or just even mentally, and things like that. Yeah, you know, and 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 the same can be said for for women. Like, you know, like everybody expects a woman to to be the feeler, and yeah. And, have to be you can be like yeah. i don't feel like talking either yeah like get out of my face yeah don't isn't there a knicks game on or something go watch <laughs> yeah. go watch basketball yeah like, like yeah. that's okay too yeah. like that's okay I, I just feel like we just uh, we need to stop we need to stop expecting things from each other solely because of our chromosomes yeah <laughs> like and i think I that, put that on a t-shirt i mean we need to stop expecting things from each other solely because of our chromosomes yeah because it, okay. it's like you know like that's not that's not why we should expect things from each other yeah uh that's not the that's not who you are yeah. like uh you know who you are is who you are is the things that you've learned and the way you think and your opinions and things yeah. like that. I mean, yes, who you are is who you are. But, I mean, even that is thankfully being seen as not even a case. Yeah. Sometimes who you were born is not who you are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So sometimes you're, and, and I think that's even being realized more than ever. Like, your chromosomes don't matter. Yeah. Like, I mean, they matter, but like so many people are finally coming out and saying, you know what? I don't feel like. Yeah, I, I was born a man. I don't feel like I, you know, I feel this way. I feel that way. So I think that can go even further and just say, great, like let's stop expecting stuff yeah. just because you're a woman or just because I'm a man or yeah. anything like that. Yeah, you know, it's a long way to go. But I wonder what humans are gonna be like um, fifty years from now. I wonder perfect. What we're gonna look like yeah. <laughs> or look like we're gonna be or perfect. Be li- oh, yeah, we are. I I think about that too. Yeah. I mean, because even just think about fifty years ago. Mm -hmm. Hell, think about what what year is this? Think about twenty years ago. Yeah. Like how so much stuff has changed, just with the way we talk to each other and the way we think, and just technology in general, Mm -hmm. because that has a lot to do with it. Fifty years from now, I think we're gonna look. Great. I want to see what we're gonna be wearing fifty years from now. Like, what's fashion gonna be like? Because I feel like our, what is our fashion now? It's a mashup. It's like uh, new stuff plus a mashup of everything old. Yeah. It's like bright colors, uh, 
logos. Yeah. We're walking advertisements sometimes. Yes. Yeah, we are. And yeah, fashion is weird. But like even but like and that's the thing, fashion is weird now. And I love I love like being able to dress up and look nice and stuff. And even fashion to me, like in fa- like I can't imagine wearing a suit every day. Oh my like god. especially in LA, man, it was ninety something degrees a day, oh man. Like yeah. <laughs> and I've been wearing jeans all day. Yeah. I was hot, my knees sweating. Yeah. Uh, I think about that too because I wear sneakers every day. Yeah. Uh and if I like had to wear not not my Adidas and Nikes yeah. to work. That would suck. I mean, yeah. maybe. It would probably suck. My grandma just started wearing, not just, but like she went through a phase for a long time in her life where she didn't wear pants. She only wore dresses, which is crazy. Uh, uh, immediately in my head, I just thought, no bottom. Oh, no. she Yeah. <laughs> she was walking outside just in her underwear. And I was just like, grandma. Like, That's no, a crazy we, sense of fashion. We can't go to the grocery. I don't want to go to the grocery store with you, Grandma. I don't want to go to the bank. <laughs> uh, and now she's like, you know what? Women can put something over their vaginas. We can. <laughs> That's really progressive. That's very my grandma has learned. She's learned. <laughs> oh, that's great. But yeah, but she, she just, wears pants now. She wears pants now. That's good. I mean, you know, and and as we, I mean, she was doing it for mostly religious reasons, uh, but even still, like, where would she? Uh, yeah, the, it, it's weird. This is yeah. weird. I just got that tear. What's that song? Be what you want to be. Do what you want. <laughs> What's that I know song? it. I know it, but I can't be, place it. Where do and <laughs> who sings it? Do you know? I don't know who sings it. This is gonna play. It sounds like on. it sounds like something from the eighties. Yeah. Be what you want. Wear what you want to wear. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, but good. Band of Brothers. Good on yeah, them, man. Good, good on them. Yeah, man. Look out for each other. Talk to each other. Stop calling your fellow man. Because uh, that's where the biggest problem lies is men with each other. Yeah. Um, that's like what it was saying is yeah. like the the toxicity that happens with like a way of communicating is to like put each other down. Mm-hmm. And Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Oh, competition. Big mm-hmm. thing. Uh, put each other down. Even if you're just joking. And like yeah. I'm still guilty of it. Uh, I think a lot of people are. Like yeah. when I'm talking to people, like talking to dudes, um and like just from a joking standpoint yeah but that is where it comes from it's mostly men with men um and men not and men holding you up to some standard of being a man Mm um and even like oh i remember one time i was in high junior or senior year of high school and i had a girlfriend Mm -hmm. and we went to the movies and yeah, I think I was probably a junior because we had just started dating. I was dating this girl. We went to the movies, and I like we both paid for our own ticket. Yeah, and like the person who was taking the ticket, at least in her twenties, uh, and like she said to me, like, like to both of us, but directed at me, like, "Oh, you ain't gonna pay for both ticket, both tickets, mm. like." 
oh, you know you're supposed to pay for both tickets. First of all, making me feel like crap. Yeah. And then second of all, like, you in your 20s, like, I'm a teenager. I ain't got no money. Right. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, what the, like you too old. You too yeah. old for that. You too yeah. old for that. But, like, even like even that is just like. Yeah, little. Like, why? Why? Why, why I got to pay for both tickets? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. If I can, I will. Yeah. But, like, I'll also, like, if they want to, if she wants to, if she wanted to pay for both tickets. She yeah she can too like. yeah I always hate that the dudes paying for everything on dates thing I've always well I've never done like traditional dating really I've always been like friends with somebody and then mm -hmm. we like end up hanging out but like I have never felt comfortable with people paying for my stuff yeah it's, it's and and not so and paying for your stuff in like a way like I'm the man I'm supposed to do this yeah like. If somebody's paying for yourself, be like, hey, let me get this. Yeah, or, you know, like, different. oh, I want to treat you. Yeah. Uh, or, you know what? Or I asked you out. Like, I would love to treat you. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get that. It's a, it's a, like, you still, I mean, look, you still got to play the game sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And there's a romance to it and yeah, yeah. things like that. But it's not a money thing. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. It's not a money thing. It's like a, hey, I want you to have a good night on me. Right. Type thing. Yeah. Um, and you can have a good night on me for free. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded super sexual. Uh, I didn't mean it that way. You, you ain't got to pay for this body, baby. You can have this for free. Uh, <laughs> that sounded. <laughs> oh, man. I love You got to wine and dine me, ladies. <laughs> I love that that was accidental. <laughs> I want to put that on a shirt, too. There you go. <laughs> uh, okay, well, well, now, now we're to the part. Uh, now we're to hometown news. Mm. So I'm going to tell you a little positive piece mm. of news from Chicago. Yes, yes, yes. Is it Cubs related? Uh, I almost found. You actually, almost went there. Okay, there is there was a cub story that I found, but it was kind of convoluted. Yeah, and I was like, I can't figure out <clears throat> how to summarize this. But basically, there's a dude. Uh, so now that I don't have it pulled up, I have no details memorized. Mm -hmm. But there's a dude who like started a foundation. I think it's called Four Hundred Club or something. Four Hundred Cubs. Mm -hmm. uh he it's like a charity program he started he's the owner of the club cubs the uh, oh tom ricketts the ricketts family yes yes i remember that because mm -hmm. i remember ricketts um he like started a charity program and this kid just got a heart transplant um i think oh, i know about this you know about yeah. this one okay so yeah it was a great story yeah yeah uh fill in any blanks here because i i was like so the kid got a heart transplant did he get moved up in the list or what happened and then he they raised money to help pay yeah. for his hospital bills yeah and like cubs players went to go visit him and yeah. uh, they brought him to the park and he got to, to wear the to, he got ring. to wear the ring and yeah. everything yeah which is an historic ring <laughs> uh if you want to know the last time i cried that it's november 3rd 2016 <laughs> When the Cubs won the World Series, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but I'm sorry. You no, when, no when, when was that story, though? When was it uh, That was recently? this offseason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was during, uh, that was this year. Uh, cool. So right before the season started, which was uh, April. So it, that, it started happening. Like, the whole thing started happening. So uh, it probably went from, like, the whole cycle of it 
went from like February to probably early May. Ah, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, that was I was thinking about doing that one, but you know about it, so I do good. know about so it. You already know about it. Tell me something I don't um, know. Um, this this one. So, uh, f- there's a program in uh, Chicago called the the Safer Foundation, and they just received a grant from a federal grant for four point five million, and they are uh the foundation works to help uh ex inmates get, obtain jobs and get other life skills um and so they just got a huge grant uh they provide training to nearly 600 people ages 25 and older i just think i've been in the past couple months like just big into stories that are about helping people who are out of the prison system mm-hmm. reintegrate in a because I, it's just our whole system is just nonsense. That's bad. Uh, so many people get put in there for no reason at all. Or even if you are in there for a bad reason, I hate that you basically it's it's like, oh, you get out of jail, you get a second chance. But you don't You really don't. You don't because society treats you like crap and you can't get a job. And then uh, like so much people cycle back through because they yeah. just end up being stuck. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> The basis of when you break it down, let's use stealing. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh yeah, stealing is wrong. But when you break it down to why people steal, it's yeah. because they don't have. They don't have food. Uh, yeah. We so, all learned that from the movie Aladdin. Yeah, like, that was a great way. And to we loved educate. Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, he had him a genie. He's charismatic as hell. You know, yeah, uh-huh. he was singing on them clouds. <laughs> yeah. When you got a voice like that, you can steal anything you want. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it's, um, I think that's super great because the biggest problem in the uh, poorer communities Mm -hmm. um, or the uh, prison community when they come out is education. Mm -hmm. And not education like book education, but just like here, like somebody needs can you don't have the same opportunities and you don't know how to go yeah. get them. Yeah. Um one, you don't know how to go get them, and two, there are so few that like yeah. you really need to know how to go get them. And you have people constantly telling you that you can't. Yeah. So like helping those people and, and when if we're gonna give you a second chance, like give a legitimate second chance. Yeah. Uh like if Martha Stewart goes to jail for whatever she went to jail for, yeah. and she's back on TV making weed chicken with Snoop Dogg, yeah. like, you know, like the same, a person who isn't as high profile or as uh, rich as Martha Stewart can at the very least get a job at McDonald's. Yeah. Like, that's not that much to ask. Yeah. Uh, so. And but you know a lot of times they don't get even those most simple of opportunities. No, because you have to say you went to jail, and yeah. then people are like, "Cool, I'm gonna hire Sally or Tim." Yeah, <laughs> and nothing against my people working at McDonald's. Not saying your job is we're <laughs> prisoners. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, just like you know, like it, it, we're not asking for a lot. Yeah, you know, you don't have to ask for a lot. It's like give this person a steady job. Uh, let them work. Let them actually try. Rehabilitation is not in jail. Rehabilitation is after jail. Yeah. Or should be. Uh, yeah. You know, if I, I can be rehabil- rehabilitated, oh, you can try to rehabilitate me all you want in yeah. jail. 
But if I come out and I got a family and yeah. we still ain't got food, like yeah. I'm stealing. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, no. Or I'm selling drugs. Yeah. What are you supposed to yeah. do? Yeah. If that's the only way I know how to make money, then mm-hmm. I'm slanging that dope. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. The only thing you're teaching me to do is to try not to get caught the next yeah. time. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So this is a great program. Yeah. Thanks. I, good, good on you, Chicago. Yeah. Good job, Chicago. 4.5 million. That's from, great. And federal grant money, too. That's great. So that's really good. And uh, I think they also have like they have housing uh, as well. Oh. So when you get out and you have no place to go, which is also a thing. Uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine how scary that is too. like prison is its own deal that I can't even imagine. But you get so used to that world and surviving in that mm-hmm. uh, com- it, bizarre community of and like figuring out the rules of there. And then you get tossed back here. The yeah. rules are. 100% different. They are. I mean, we, we were talking about Orange is the New Black earlier. Um, and, or earlier today. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we, um, we were just talking about how kind of ridiculous it's gotten. But, like, I remember one part, I think it was maybe the first season, maybe the second season, when one of the characters got released from prison. Yeah, I was going to just say the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Like, by, like, two episodes later, she was back in jail, and she wanted to be. Yeah, because she... Like, mm-hmm. she's like, what, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? Like, yeah. there's nothing for me out here. I don't have... I'm going to be right back Yeah. in the same, like, bad habits that I was yeah. before I got to jail. But at least here, I have friends. It's structured. Yeah. I am out of trouble. Yeah. I get meals per day. Yeah. Like, I'm used to this. This yeah. is this is my This is my new normal. Yeah, uh, I loved that episode because I was like, yeah. Yeah, and it's, that is true. how it is. I know people who have been to jail, been to jail multiple times, and it's just mm-hmm. like, or, or or let's talk like in terms of big names, DMX uh, was has been in jail a few times. Yeah. And like the last time he was in jail, he was complaining because they gave them pink jumpsuits. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, yo, man, this ain't... <laughs> You know, I don't know what they're doing, man. This ain't fun no more, man. This ain't fun. And like, he was like, jail ain't supposed to be fun. But like, that, he's like, this ain't fun no more, man. He got me up here wearing this pink jumpsuit. Like, this ain't, this ain't right. I'm a man. It was just like, uh, you know, that was the worst DMX impression no, ever. No, I thought it was spot on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, that's how some people think of it. It's like, yeah, yeah this, whatever. This is cool. I'm good. Yeah. And 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 which is bad in its own right, but when you talk about somebody who gets that way in prison, then you yeah. put them out in the real world with no help with nothing and no, no support, yeah. and then get and then also the system preys on poverty so bad too Very that much. it's just like you get one, you have one fuck up or one ticket that you can't pay, and it just turns into a, and you just end up. You end up back. If yeah. you're rich, you don't go to jail unless no. you absolutely have to. And then even then. Like you got HBO. Yeah. And you can get out because <laughs> yeah. fast. Yeah. So stupid. I hate that. I hate I hate money. Money. But I like that money was given to this. Yeah, that's great. So, um, I love that story. Me too. Good job. Good job, people. Good job, Chi-Town. Uh, yeah. Uh, Animal Corner, uh, I'll just be quick with this one, but uh, a 
peacock fell into a well and was rescued. And then also, um, I don't have it in front of me, but Charles found a story earlier today about a peacock who walked into a liquor store and like destroyed like $500 because their feathers are such a big ass bird. Yeah, it's a big bird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, like knocked over so many bottles, destroyed like five hundred dollars worth of stuff. That's great. Which is so funny to me, especially like being the owner of that store. Like, how do you even? You're like, no, no, go this, go this way. Like, go over here. That's that's great. I would if I saw a peacock. If a person with a gun came in your apartment right now and a peacock <laughs> came in here and started spreading it, I would be more scared, scared of, the, of peacock. the peacock. Like, what the? Get the hell out of here. Like a guy, I can reason with the person with the gun. Like, come on, bro, what you want, man? What you want? Take this money. But the peacock, when they go all out, he's yeah, like, they got so that's much too much, man. On. It's too much. And even when they're like, even when they're chilling, yeah. it's like just a giant mermaid style tail giant, behind yeah. them. Yeah. Oh, no. No. It feels like it's about to attack me. Yeah. <laughs> In a beautiful, beautiful way. In a beautiful way. way yeah. 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 Oh, well, now I get to ask you about a personal good news story. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Um, well, I have, I have, well, all right, I'll, I'll say a story real quick about like something that happened to me when I was younger that could be negative, that for me, I view it as a positive. Yes. Um, my that, favorite kind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Um, f- when I was younger, in the house I grew up in in Chicago, um, uh, around nineteen, when was it? Like late nineteen ninety five, early nineteen ninety six. Uh, we became very financially strapped mm-hmm. uh, to the point where all the family could afford was to pay the mortgage, mm-hmm. and like so, like first thing that goes off. Well, like so, basically. I lived in this house in Chicago, which is cold, uh, without yeah. electricity and gas for oh two gosh. years. For two so years? So it was literally just a house like by candlelight. We would get kerosene heaters. So we would stay warm and stuff. But like I remember a lot of nights sleeping like in a coat. Yeah. Or in like full clothes just to stay a little bit warmer. Um, and then, you know, I was still going to school and like still, and a lot of people didn't know. Like a lot of, you know, we just stopped inviting people over to the house or we would only invite them like in the daytime, mm-hmm. uh, like when my cousins would go over and be like, can we watch TV? Like, Let's go outside and play. <laughs> uh, I want to watch Rugrats. Let's go make Rugrats outside. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was like that for about a year and a half, two years. Uh, and it just became like, you know, like whatever. Like, And I think it was good that I was young. At this point, I was probably like 9, 10, 11 yeah. years old when this was happening. Um, and then eventually we got evicted from that house. Um, so the childhood house I grew up in, we got evicted from it, and we, for a very short amount of time, we lived, it was me, my mom, my grandma, my aunt, my other aunt, and my granddad, so six of us, uh, were living in my aunt's one-bedroom apartment. Holy cow. For a very short amount of time, like a month. And then me and my mom moved out, and with my youngest aunt, who was always raised, uh, with me, like we were like raised as brother and sister. Uh, she was older than me, but we yeah. were raised like brother yeah. and sister. So we all moved out and we lived on our own, and uh, and we moved to the suburbs of Chicago for a couple of years, and like and then that just kind of 
started a progression of my life that started to lead me down a path of where I'm at today. Like I went to a new school and after a couple of years there, I got to the point where I was like, I'm kind of bored. I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I don't want to be outside and getting in trouble with like all the other kids and stuff like that. Like, and I'm tired of sitting in the house. Uh, I think I'll go audition for a play. Uh, And I auditioned for Oliver Twist at TF South High School. Uh, Shout out to Miss Whitting Uh, (laughs) and Henry Hertz, Dr. Henry Hertz. Uh, Auditioned for the play. I got cast in it and have been doing it ever since. (laughs) So, uh, So the way I look at it is if none of that would have never happened. And I grew up in what's considered like the wild hundreds. Yeah. Uh, like gunshots every night. And like it was still very much a sense of community. It's not like we ever fear for our lives. Right. I mean, I was very close to a drive-by shooting. Uh, you know, like it's been some stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it was just life. Uh, yeah. But it's still a sense of community and family and stuff like that. But uh, I can only imagine what my life would be if... I would have stayed in that house through yeah. like the teenage years and stuff like that. Right. Like I'm the first person in my family to graduate college. Wow. Uh, and just like a lot of things where like, it's almost like the family has started with me. Yeah. Or like the legacy of the family. Right. And that's, that's a lot. The, not the legacy of the family because the legacy of the family is very much so the people who raised me. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like the, uh, the next step. The next the generation yeah. that... Like I and I never feel this pressure, but like I'm the one that's gonna make the like have the legacy of this mm-hmm. family be remembered, so to say, right. and not in like I'm going to be famous, but you right. know, like so, um, so yeah, the way I look at it is like if we that if we never would have got those lights and gas turned off, never would have been able to pay our mortgage or got evicted, we probably would have stayed there a lot longer. Mm-hmm. I never would have moved, never would have decided like, man, let me go in a play yeah and never would have became an actor and have now professionally acting making money doing it and just doing all types of really cool stuff uh with my life so yeah that was uh i i i view that and like i said i'm not a religious person but i view that moment in my life and everything that happened then as a blessing and as like it was supposed to happen like yeah. this, it was supposed to happen like that um or else I wouldn't be where I'm at. Yeah. No. So yeah. Those are, I love thinking about uh, moments like that when you look back on them. Like shit, that was hard, and then you realize, mm-hmm. whoa, I guess I probably would not be. You wouldn't be who you are where, without where it. Where I am, or yeah, you persevere. So yeah, I mean, and 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 like I said, a lot of it is you know I, I look at it through different lenses because I was young. Yeah. Uh, you know, as opposed to, you know, sometimes I do feel sorry for, you know, like my grandma, um, you know, who was very close to paying that house off. Yeah. Uh, or like my mom, like, you know, like I lived in that house for 12 years of my life, whereas my mom lived in that house for uh, like almost 30 of wow. hers, you know. So like that was very much her childhood home yeah. and the house she lived in for yeah. her whole life. Uh, so, you know, I, when I think about that, I think about how hard that would have been for them. That yeah. was for them. And that makes me sad, but that's not, that's just like, you know, a past sadness, not like a, who they are now. Uh, cause the hope is to, uh, some point one day to, uh, 
be like, here, here's a house, ma. Here's a house, grandma. Yeah. Better than anything. Or, or hey, you know, like, like I said, my mom was a single teenage mom. Like, hey, look what I've become. Like, yeah. this wasn't supposed to be the story, but it is. So be proud. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I love that. Yeah. That's a good, that I love, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So I never, I never, ever, ever, ever look at that moment or that time in my life with any type of negativity. Yeah. At all. Never. Like, not at all. Even awesome. like, yeah. Um, hell, half of it I don't even remember because I was so young. But right. I never look at that time as like, man. That sucks that that happened to us. Right. Like, outside of, like, what I said. But in terms of where we are now, uh, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. And it's for the better. Yeah. It was for the better. And it started with with that. Yeah. Yeah. With something. That's yeah. devastating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, living in Chicago is cold. I mean, yeah. you're from Wyoming. Oh like, God. I mean, I don't well, how old does Wyoming get cold? Yeah, it gets yeah. real cold. Yeah. I mean, you know, in winter with no gas. I it's can't cold. imagine that. We yeah, there's like some photos not not to that not to that level where like we didn't have electricity or heat, but we didn't have a lot of money so we'd always try we would not turn it on. Mm -hmm. So there's like photos of us playing like, board games at night and we all have like down jackets on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so yeah. Which is formative, I, man. Like that. Yeah. 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 I cannot imagine. Yeah, 2 years though. That's a, with no electricity. That's I mean the only the only the only thing. Like I even still found ways to like go out, like watch the Bulls win championships at yeah. friends house like so I still watch that stuff. The only bad thing, the only thing that I remember was like damn. I wish I had electricity. Yeah. Cuz that was the golden era of Nickelodeon TV. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and yeah. I missed a, f I missed a couple of those years, man. I know. <laughs> I, uh, we just we didn't have cable or anything, and yeah. uh, people bring up Nick shows, and I get weirdly like, "Don't talk about that." Don't talk I don't about know that. about I don't it. Know about it. <laughs> uh, I do, man. We had cable. We had cable. I was watching, man. Them Nick tunes, Doug. I missed the Hey Arnold phase. I watched it yeah. after the fact. I watched reruns. I watched reruns yeah. of Hey Arnold, and I came in. I was. 13 when spongebob became a show oh yeah uh, i got very that's like when we got i feel like we got cable when i was like 15 yeah and i got very into spongebob spongebob was so great for a long oh time and God. now it's not anymore, spongebob but is so God, bad so now funny. but the first four seasons of spongebob so funny genius it was so I, good i like still quote will randomly quote it yeah i'll still watch i mean it's so funny it was just so well written you know not to go off on another tangent, but real quick, why yeah, yeah. SpongeBob changed is all right. So it's a it's when they made the movie, yeah, they stopped producing the show. Um, and the guy who did, and then like, and the movie came out and it was successful, yeah. And so it was like, oh, let's bring this show back. Right. But the guy who did the SpongeBob voice, Tom Kenny, I think his name yeah. is. Uh, he hadn't done it in two years, and he said he forgot how to do the voice. Oh. Uh, so he forgot how to do it. It just it wouldn't click. It wouldn't register in the same like part of his like yeah. throat that it vocal box that it used to. So when his voice changed, it started getting weird. And the yeah. showrunners and the writers had been gone for two years, so a lot of the original ones weren't back. Yeah. So it changed then, mm -hmm. and then Nickelodeon changed the rating of SpongeBob from G to Y seven. So, which means they dumbed it down even more. Yeah. And now it's just such a terrible show. Yeah. <laughs> Where everything that we loved about SpongeBob 
is gone. The voice is different. The writing is more juvenile, yeah. and it's just like well, because that was so it like had such also like uh, grown up humor in it too. It did. I mean, like, it had an entire joke. cursing episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the and the movie was also great, isn't it? In the movie where they go to get ice cream and he gets like drunk off of it. Yeah, ice cream. It so, great. <laughs> it <was> so funny. <laughs> it's so funny, man. Nick, I'm old Nick shows, man. Even even not like Pepper Ann, Recess, Arthur. Did you just watch those? Uh, Arthur, the, yeah, yeah, I loved and I sing that song. Gets stuck in my head. Yeah, on a weekly basis. Yeah, like I'll just be driving around and be like, hey. What a wonderful time today. Yeah. Oh, man, I forgot about that play. song, man. Yeah. Long Weekly with basis. each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Weekly basis. It's like such a yeah. bizarre part of my brain. That's great. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Go watch your cartoons, guys. Yeah, go, go watch your cartoons. What else did we learn today? Uh, ne- I mean, as always, shit that seems like the worst. You never know where you're going to end up. You never up. know. That's like the main one. If you need slogans for t-shirts, hit me up. Yeah. Uh, message Jaquise about ideas for <laughs> slogans. Download that app. Uh, maybe take that test. See if you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be empathetic and talk about your feelings. And Brandon, change them best, man. Yeah. Get the little better on the best. Get a little better on the best. <laughs> Good newspaper, though. Yeah. Uh, if you live in Toronto, go try that old food bakery. <laughs> soup soup kitchen bakery. Mm-hmm. Use bakery soup. And learn how far your $5 can really go. I mean, I Nobody still want to know that. Nobody knows, man. <laughs> like, what cans, are you, what cans of food are you buying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Thank Jackie's. you so much. This was so fun. Yeah. I loved it. Thank you. I had the best time. Uh, good news. Good news. Later, everybody. Bye. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.